Rusty Quill presents. Hey guys, special announcement time. The Diary of Eliza Schultz, a formerly Patreon-exclusive podcast, is now free for everyone. Just search The Diary of Eliza Schultz wherever pods are casted or go to anchor.fm slash Eliza Schultz and you can get the first three episodes right now. Of course, episodes will still be going up six weeks early on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash woe underscore begone. Episode six drops today. I really like what I've done with this show, and I'm excited to bring it to a wider audience. So I hope that you search it and subscribe. And I'll see you Wednesday for a new episode of Woebegone. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the trailer. He has a cat on a leash. The largest cat in the world, according to him. It attacks who he tells it to attack. That's rare for a cat. I had never heard of such a thing before reading about him. He does not exercise this power with caution. Many have gotten injured when he takes his cat out. Treading on a false memory is about a guy named Jake, who starts off the novel with complete amnesia, naked in a white room with nothing in it but himself and his body. There are no doors or windows. It's unclear how he got into the room in the first place. The novel is told from Jake's first-person perspective, and he spends some time in the first two chapters mulling over who he might be and how he might Upon hearing this, Rafael Muslani laughed so hard that it scared me. I sat there in the awkward liminal space between my question and why he found it so funny. It wasn't a cruel laugh, but it felt cruel because I was not in on the joke. I didn't pretend to laugh along. I stayed stone-faced, waiting for him to stop and answer. My expression didn't help communicate my confusion, though, because Rafael was laughing so hard that his eyes were forced shut. It was that funny to him. I was embarrassed. Why in the world would I do that? He finally said, choked. After being turned down by every major theater that would even hear his pitch, he is mysteriously contacted by a man who calls himself Eric Holdinger Jr., a theater manager in his 40s. Eric Holdinger doesn't have a son and is in his 40s himself. Jr. claims that he found the script and schematics for the play in some old files he had inherited after Sr.'s death and technology had finally come to the point where Junior could bring the play to life for his father in the time in which his father had lived. A Woe, Be Gone, Industries LLC Podcast.